đời sông núi anh em ta đáp đời sông núi quyết bảo vệ sang sang ta thể chết cho quê hương at host my radio it's on on every monday and every friday and host my radio welcome to the show thank you and what's we- welcome to this week episode of team cow my radio today Happy Monday! Hope you guys are having a great day. Hope you guys are st- are being are staying safe, and hope you guys are completing your assignments um, beforehand so you can turn stuff in. Um, I know I did pretty well on on my assignments, but hopefully you guys are doing it as well because it's very important, right? And spring break coming up next week, so make sure to you know enjoy your week and stuff like that, and make sure to do it every Monday and Friday for our podcast. All right, let's get into it. So. We talk. I think we did. We did talk about last week about the the women's march. So it was the first one. But Saturday, Hong Kong's women's group cancels rally nights before demo. Police say violent groups sought to attend, which I don't even think is true. The Hong Kong Women's Workers Association had canceled on Saturday night. It's not a police-approved protest, which was scheduled to be held on Sunday. The march would have one of the first of its kind following the outbreak of the of the COVID nineteen of COVID nineteen in the city over three years ago. The organizer initially planned for a demonstration to march from Wan Chai to Gummins to the government's headquarters and Admiralty with its with the aim of promoting labor's rights, women's rights, and gender equality ahead of the International Women's Day Women's Day next Wednesday, which is this week actually, I should say. The announcement was made on the association's Facebook page, but the group did not give any reason behind the group the protest cancellation. At a press conference on Saturday night, the police said that the that the authority approved on Thursday the association application to hold a rally after conducting risk assessment. The association decided to cancel the protest after balancing the interests of all parties, said Chen Wai King. Chen Wai King acting senior superintendent of the police. With the association's decision to cancel the protest, the letter of no objection issued by the police was voided, and anyone who gathers the presupposed location may risk committing participating in unauthorized assembly, said Chang. Although the police hoped that no one would violate the law, we still found that a lot of people, including some violent groups, I don't know what they are, they didn't even tell me what violent groups they are, said they would be, would be attended they would attend the event, said the police officer. However, the police did not give me details as to who would allege violent groups volunteer to attend the event. Chinese also did not give an answer to questions over whether the cancellation was linked to the start of the Chinese parliamentary two sessions meeting in Beijing on Sunday. It could be political links, but who knows. With the COVID-19 mass mandates lift less than a week ago, what questions were also raised over what whether participants of legal assemblies would be in violations of the anti mask law as the majority of Hong Kongers still opt to wear a face mask. Chen said on Saturday, on Saturday that while the police had discussions on a matter with the organizers, the association did not tell the authorities whether it was the reason behind the cancellation. 
The mass ban was implemented by then-Chief Executive Ch Carrie Lam using her emergency powers in October 2019. To target the 2019 pro-democracy protests, offenders risk a year in jail and a fine of $25,000. The regulation states that the ban applies to authorized and illegal assemblies, public meetings, and public processions. Hong Kong Free Press have reached out to the association for comment. Since the outbreak of the COVID-19 pandemic and the implementation of the sweeping security legislation, protests and demonstrations became a rare scene in the city. Hong Kong maintained one of the world's strictest COVID-19 social distancing regime. At one point, no more than two people could gather in a group in public places. The police previously cited health concerns when banning demonstrations, including Hong, Kong, including Hong Kong's annual team of vigils in 2020 and 2021. The cancel march would have been one of the first political rallies in the city, with previous police-approved public gatherings being lunar celebration, charity walks, fundraising activities, and a residence consultation. According to the conditions set up by the police, the association would have to ensure that the demonstration would be in compliance with the law, with law including the Beijing Public National Security Law. The organizers also had to ensure that the protest and rally would not be contrary to the interests of national security, according to police documents. They use that excuses all a lot. How about showing uh, slogans like fight against communism or something like that? Something along the line like that. Would that create a problem? I don't think so. If you're expressing your political opinion, that's fine. Let's talk about the two sessions. It's not much, so... Two sessions. China increased military spending to $225 billion in face of escalating threats. I don't know what threat that could be, but... China said Sunday its military spending would rise at the fastest pace in four years, warning of escalating threats from abroad at a meeting of its rubber stamp parliament that will hand Xi Jinping a third term as quote-unquote president. You know, he's not elected by the people. The increase in the world's second-largest defense budget came as Beijing announced an economic growth goal of around 5% for this year, one of, the, one of its lowest in decades. The country planned budget for the year, but defense spending on 1.55 trillion yuan, which is about $225 billion, a 7.2% 7, rise and the quickest rate of increase since 2019. It's officially rose 7.1% last year. Outgoing Premier Li Keqiang told delegates to the National People's Congress that external attempts to suppress and contain China are escalating. The armed forces should intensify military training and preparedness across the board, he said as he presented the government's annual work report to thousands of amassed delegates in Beijing's Great Hall of the People. The military must devote greater energy to, train to training under combat conditions and, and strengthen military work in all directions and domains, he added. China's defense spending still pales in comparison with the United States, which has allowed over $800 billion for its military this year. Which, is, of course, is understandable, so. But analysis has said Beijing spends much more money than the, the, the officially announced sums. The rumped-up spending comes during a low point in relations between China and the United States, 
Beijing and Washington have butted heads in recent years over trade, human rights, and other issues. But relations soured even further last month when the U.S. shot down a Chinese balloon it said it was used for surveillance. A claim strenuously denied by Beijing. Like, who doesn't? Beijing would not would never deny would deny everything. Top American officials have also repeated warnings that China may invade Taiwan in the coming years, pointing to Beijing's increasingly assertive military moves around this South Rhode Island, which it sees as its own territory and vowed to bring it under under its control. Like if that's gonna work. Niklas Niklas Swanstrom Director of Stockholm-based nonprofit, the Institute for Security and Development Policy, said Beijing's appeared to be investing in the capacity to take over Taiwan and keep the U.S. out of the region. Like if that's gonna work. But James Char, an, ex- an expert on China's military at Singapore's Nanyang Nanya Technological University, pointed out that several countries across Asia were boosting their defense spending in part due to their respective threats perceptions of the regional security landscape. Expert, experts expect few surprises at this week's carefully choreographed NPC, with thousands of politicians coming from across China to vote on laws and, person, and personnel changes pre-approved by the ruling Communist Party. Sunday's conservative economic goals fall, falls China, China just three posting just 3% growth last year, widely missing its 5.5% target as the economy strained under the impact of strict COVID-19 containment policy and a property crisis. The growth target came in at the low end of the market expectations, but it should be taken as a floor of growth the government is willing to tolerate, said Ji Wei Zhang. Or Zhang Ji Wei, as we use the other way around. President and Chief Economist economist at Pinpoint's asset management. Given the very low base of economic activities last year, it is unlikely to see growth drop below 5%. Li shook a bullish tone in his speech, saying China's economy is staging a steady recovery and demonstrating vast potential and momentum for further growth. He lauded Beijing's growth, suppressing, suppressing COVID curbs, abruptly abandoning la- late last year, an effective and well-coordinated economic and social development. To sustain growth and defense spending, despite sagging economic expectations, show that sc- security is much more important for, na- for national leadership than before, said Alfred Mulan, Mulan Wu an associate professor at the University of Singapore's Lee Kuan Yew, Lee Kuan Yew School of Public Policy. <laughs> it is even, to some extent, more important than economic growth, he told AFP. Also at the top of the NPC's agenda will be, will be Friday's norm-busting of reimportment of Xi as quote-unquote president, after he locked in another five years as a head of the party and the military. The two most significant leadership positions in Chinese politics at an October Congress. Think about that. <clears throat> Since then, the 69-year-old Xi leadership has faced unexpected challenges and scrutiny, with protests over a zero-COVID policy and a deadly coronavirus surge after it was su- subsequently dropped. But those issues are almost cer- certain to be 
almost certain be to be avoided at this week's Beijing Conclave, which will which will also see the unvi- the unveiling of Xi's confidant and former chief, Shanghai Party chief Li Qiang as the new premier. Doug is to the NPC and to the concurrent political consultative conference or CPPCC that began on Saturday. We'll also discuss issues ranging from from the economic recovery to improved sex education in schools, according to state media reports. The, me- the meetings serve as a forum for attendees to present pet projects, but they have little say in broader questions, like they're going to do anything about it. Like if they're going to make any change about it, because they're not going to make change for nothing. That's how they are. It's not going to make any change or anything. Like if there's going to be something different or something even not the same. Hong Kong Pro Democracy Parties, we're going to go back to the march again. What we just discussed um, like, an, like an hour ago. Like a minute ago or so. Hong Kong Pro Democracy Party says police warned members against joining Women's Rights March. Members of members of a pro Hong Kong Pro Democracy Party said police warned them not to attend a Women's Rights March before it was abruptly abruptly cancelled a night before it was scheduled to take place. The League of Social Democrat or LSD said police told four members of the group on Friday that they would be arrested if they joined the march. Meant the mark meant to mark the upcoming International Women's Day. The police approved public event organized for Sunday by the women's by the Hong Kong's Women's Workers Association was called off on Saturday. The group did not explain the decision behind the last minute cancellation. The LSD is extremely angry that the National Security Police threatened us on our participation in an illegal in a legal march. Now illegal legal legal the LSD, one of the few pro-democracy groups still active in the city, wrote in a statement published on Saturday, on Sunday afternoon. Addressing the reporters, police said it had been notified by the organizers of its of its top of its decision to draw plans for for the march after considering the interests of all parties. Although the police hope that no one will violate the law, we still find out a lot of people, including some violent groups, said that that they would attend the event said um, Chen Wai-King, acting senior superintendent of the police. Hong Kong Free Press ha- uh, has reached out to the police for comment, like if they're going to say anything. The Hong Kong Women's Workers Association had originally planned for demonstrators to march from Wan Chai to the government's headquarters and Admiralty to urge greater protection for labor rights, women's rights, and gender equality. The association has been part of the Civil Human Rights Front, which, is or- which has organized some of the largest pro-democracy demonstrations and rallies in Hong Kong's history. But the women's rights group left the coalition before it disbanded in August 2021, citing unprecedented challenges. The Cancel March would have been the- one of the first political rallies in the city since the COVID-19 outbreak over three years ago, during which police cited health concerns as reasons for banning demonstrations such as the city's annual team and vigils in 2020 and 2021. Despite being called off, dozens of police officers were seen near Southern, uh, Southern Playground and Wan Chai on standby on Sunday morning, where the march would have begun. Officers conducted a number of stop and searches. There was no, vis- there was no visible turnout to the protest. One man, however, showed up with a placard reading, Femicide is your responsibility too. He referred to the recent to a recent murder of Abby Chor, which we did report, adding that misogyny 
was keen was a keen to tacit consent for gender-based violence. And it still happens to this day. You believe that? Police officers were also were also seen on Lion Rock and shotting on Saturday on Sunday. Hong Kong Free Press had asked police what operation they were conducting at Top of the Mountain. According to the conditions set out by the police, the women's wor- um, workers, the Hong Kong Women's Workers Association, would have to ensure that the protest and rally would have con have to, would not be contrary to the interests of national security. Does everything that has to go through them has to be national security? They are so paranoid. They're so paranoid about everything about. During March, I don't know what they need to do at. Hong Kong to review driver fitness checks. Transport chief said after five injured in taxi collision, Hong Kong's transport department is to review the requirements for for drivers' health and fitness check. Department chief has said the comment came after a after an 84 year old taxi driver was arrested for alleged dangerous driving, causing gravely bodily harm on Sunday. The taxi he was driving crashed into pedestrians on Fortress Hill Road, injuring five. It became the latest in a serious collusion involved involving elderly drivers. Last month, a taxi driven by a 71-year-old man crashed into an escalator outside the building in Central, injuring at least two. Under Hong Kong's driving regulations, those applying for or wishing to renew the license must declare any illnesses or disabilities that could make them a source of danger to the, to the public when driving. Driving, license, uh, driving licenses for those ages under 60 are valid for, two, for 10 years. Those aged 70 or above must renew the license every once to two, three years. And they are required to present a physical fitness certification signed by a doctor when renewing their permit. Commissioner for Transport Rosanna Law said on on commercial radio on Monday that the, the administration was reviewing the physical fitness requirement for drivers. However, the government will not set an age limit on professional drivers, and globally, it is rare to see an age limit imposed on such drivers. In America, we don't have laws like that. I think America is right. For us, it's ridiculous, so what's the point, Lawson? Older people are not necessarily unhealthy. You can still be very healthy, Lawson. Another thing is that driving is a profession. Some people have to drive to earn a living. And that's true. They have to. A group of medical experts, including um, geriatricians and um, physicians, have been have informed to review if it was possible, it would be possible to require more tests such as vision and muscle reaction tests, the transport commissioner said. Now, I don't know if that's going to be useful, but I expect it to be a bit more useful. I don't know what to say. It's a bit more, I say it's a bit more stronger, in my opinion, to use this kind of method, but we don't know. It's a little bit early to say, anyway. <laughs> we talked about Claudia Moe release, but this one's a little bit more strange. Hong Kong 47, husband of detained ex-lawmaker, said he did not back UK call for a release to visit him in hospital. Philip Bowering, the husband of detained Hong Kong Democrat Claudia Mo, has said that he did not endorse the call when a group of 54 British lawmakers and public figures for his wife's release to allow her to visit him in hospital. His comment came in a letter from Mo's family sent weeks after he received treatment and sense of care unit for pneumonia. Mo, a former lawmaker, had been detained for over two years 
have to be denied bail under the Beijing Imposed National Security Law over an alleged conspiracy to commit subversion. <laughs> Mo, 66 years old, have pled guilty and will be sentenced after the trial, where she can face, face a life imprisonment. She is among the 47 pro-democracy figures charged in the state's largest national security case after organizing or taking part in an unauthorized, unauthorized pro, uh, primary election for a then-postponed Legislative Council election. The politicians and public figures from the Hong Kong, from the UK, were amongst those who called for the compassionate release of Mo after news broke that Bowing had been hospitalized and admitted to intensive care with pneumonia. Defendants charged under the sweeping security legislation have to go through a more stringent bail assessment. Apart from the defendants' risk of absconding or obstructing justice, handpicked security judges have also have to consider whether there are sufficient grounds to believe they will not continue to commit acts endangering national security. In a letter from most fam from most fam dated Sunday, Bowering said he had been out of intensive care for three weeks and had been discharged from hospital. I've not in any way that been notified contracted con- uh, contacted or consulted by UK based parliamentarians or NGOs in regards to the recent statement. No, I, nor do I endorse it, the letter from Bowery. Not because he didn't want to, but he wasn't consulted, so. Bowery also said that Mo had not applied for or considering applying for bail in a light of the circumstances. I don't know why he's not even caring for that. I might say he doesn't care for his wife, but there's a little bit of a confusion there. National security trial against 47 Democrats began last month and expected to last for 90 days. I think it's the last three months. You realize how crazy that is? Critics said the case is a political persecution, exemplifying a crackdown dissent, while the government had claimed the 47 sought to organize, plan, implement, or participate in subversion. What they said was subversion, but not really. It's just selecting candidates for who wants to run, that's it. It's not even that hard for me to understand that. I don't know where to get the word subversion from. Hong Kong's Activist Prince Wong Ji-yu remained uh, reprimanded in prison, reprimanded in custody after pleading guilty to rioting in 2019. One of the 47 pro-democracy figures facing a charge under the Hong Kong's national security law had pleaded guilty to rioting in 2019 in a separate case and been remanded uh, in custody. Prince Wong Ji-yu, 25 years old was one of the of just 13 defendants in the state's largest national security case to date to be out on bail. She appeared in front of, di- of Deputy District um, District Judge Stephanie Sway at District Court on Monday morning. Before entering the court building, Wong Ji-yu made a heart-shaped gesture to her family and friends, according to local media. Wong Ji-yu and eight others, Yong Ji-yang, Chao Yi-ting, Chong Wing-chung, Soho Ying, Xin Gaho, I'm gonna butcher all his names, Cheng Xiupang, Wang Yu, and Wang Mang San, pled guilty to riding at, on Nathan Road and Yamate on November 18, 2019. So was additionally charged with possessing an offensive weapon. However, that charge was kept on fire after So pled guilty to rioting. Pro democracy demonstrators have rallied, have rallied across different areas in Kowloon that day to support to show support for the protesters involved in a two weeks long siege 
of Hong Kong Polytechnic University, or PolyU. Six other defendants, Chum Yu Hei, Jason Lowe, um, Tum Ying, Tang King Fun, Yang, Yang Nim Ying, and Li Chi Chum, pled not guilty to the writing charge. After learning that Yum had only indicated her intention to play guilty to her counsel on Sunday, Judge Sui granted the prosecution a day to, pre- to prepare documents and schedule the next hearing on Tuesday. Apart from so, all defendants were granted bail until Tuesday hearing. However, Wong Yu and Sing applied for the bail to be revoked and were remained in custody. Wong Yu has been charged with conspiring to commit subversion together with 47 other prominent pro-democracy figures over an unofficial primary elections ahead of the 2020 legislature election. After being detained for 10 months while awaiting trial, Wong was granted bail in December 2021 on conditions including that she must not publish, share, or forward commentaries or commit acts that may endanger national security. Whatever they said. The former spokesperson for the now disbanded student activist group, Demisisto, she's also a um, spokesperson for the scholarism as well during the umbrella movement, was among the few defendants to be granted bail under the stricter bail threshold in national security cases. Most of them have been de- detained for almost two years before the subversion trial finally began this February. Do you realize how long that takes? And you know how many times, the, you know how long that the mentally is gonna hurt them? I don't know why they're even keeping them in there anyway. And it's a little bit short for this week, so maybe Friday we'll do a bit more, but. Final report for today Hong Kong actor Donnie Yen's Oscar invitation sparks back, backlash petition. Hong Kong action film star Donnie Yen invitation to present an award at this year's Oscar has sparked controversy over his support for the Chinese Communist Party with an online petition calling for his invitation to be resconded, attracting tens of thousands of signatures. As of Monday afternoon, more than 31,000 people have signed the petition. It was created on Saturday by a group of people from Hong Kong to demand the Oscar committee to re- uh, remove Yen from the host list of of the 95th Academy Award will be held on March 13th, which is just next week. In a letter attached to the petition, Yen was was called a supporter of the Chinese Communist regime, who made several remarks on supporting the Chinese government's policies, including supporting the implementation of the national security law in Hong Kong, and accusing Hong Kong protesters of being rioters. The letter said Yen's remarks violate the spirit of freedom of speech and deny Hong Kongers rights to fight for freedom and democracy. If the Oscars committee continues to invite such a person as a guest presenter, it will damage the image and reputation of the film industry and cause serious harm to human rights and moral values, the letter reads. In, recent in, in a recent interview, Yen, who starred alongside Keanu Reeves in their latest John Wick movie, told a GQ report that Hong Kong's anti-extradition bill protests in 2019 were not protests, it was a riot, he said. Saying he did not wish to get political, Yen added that he expected some people would be upset by his stance. In fact, they're already upset with his stance, so what's the point? But I'm speaking from our own experiences. He said that China's progress in modernization stunned him, but international media was not fair to China. The BBC, the CNN, the BBC, CNN, they never talk about that. 
They never mentioned the true side of him. But I'm there, you know. Because you're there, we expect. Yan was born, was born in Guangzhou and Ming in China. And spent part of his childhood in Hong Kong, later becoming one of the city's best known action stars. In 2017, he gave up his US citizenship and reportedly said he was 100% Chinese. Oh yeah, betraying your side. The 2019 movie Ip Man 4, starring Yen, I don't know how many Ip Man they can put in, was boycotted by some Hong Kongers over the pro Beijing over the pro Beijing stance of its producer Raymond Wong, not Raymond Wong Yip Man, and stars Yen and Danny Chan. Yen was also cast in the Disney live-action remake of its animated movie Mulan, released in 2020, which was at the center of another boycott. After the lead, Li Yifei expressed her support for Hong Kong police during the 2019 protests. You can see how much um, backlash that this is happening anyway. Now, I don't know if it's going to be cancelled. Well, it's not being cancelled. But we just don't want him to be inside. Because giving him the awards, it's like awarding um, a communist for these kind of awards. So it's, it felt it's time for us, you know, it's time for them to talk about that. But who knows? Who knows is gonna happen, right? This guy is typically pro-commie, as we all know. His record shows, his opinion shows, his words are showing. We already know how bad it is, right? And you already know. And what's also special? Yen was elected to the CPPCC as a representative of the, li- of the literature and art sector, replacing outgoing action star Jackie Chan. Say he was a Chinese patriot, wing on Wikipedia. So they're not trustworthy, but there are plenty of reports that talk about this. Such I'm posted, for example. So we knew him. So I knew he's not even he's not even anything like that. I knew that. I knew it's going to happen. You knew many of them is going to destroy them for that. So who so who knows if they're going to cancel him completely or get rid of him completely? Thank you for tuning in, guys. If you guys enjoyed his podcast, make sure you tune in every Monday and Friday for our breakup podcast. And as you may know, spring break is coming in like I just discussed this um, an hour ago. So hope you guys are spending a great length and having fun with your family, guys. And that's it for today, and we'll talk more next time. This is this is Team Count Mario signing out. Hope you guys have a great day. <laughs> My radio. It's on on every Monday and every Friday. And host my radio. Welcome to the show. Thank you.